everybody, Beth Wee in the studio today, working on our first part of our series on the steps unveiled. We're going to do steps one, two, and three today. So let's start with step one. We admitted we were powerless, dash, that our lives had become unmanageable. The principles behind this step are honesty and self-acceptance. Sometimes it's hard to admit that we're powerless over something. But if we give it words and we bring it into the light, we come to understand powerlessness is a gift. You can break the control something has over you by admitting that you're powerless over it. It's funny, but once you give it language, it changes. It's okay if you can't control how much you drink. It's okay if you keep going back to someone who mistreats you. It's okay if you don't know how to, st to stop blaming other people for your lot in life. It's not okay if you don't admit it, and it never will be okay. Powerlessness. It means I can't control it. I've tried by myself, but I can't do it. We admitted we were powerless, dash, that our lives had become unmanageable. There's a dash in the middle of that sentence. Unmanageability is a symptom of powerlessness. It comes because powerlessness reigns. Some people thought that those were two thoughts put together, but Bill Wilson was a great writer. He would have used a semicolon if he wanted the two thoughts to be separate. A dash, what comes after a dash, better describes what is before the dash. So Bill Wilson was telling us by using that dash that powerlessness has a subculture that comes from it, and that is unmanageability. When you can't manage to not pick up that drink, when you can't manage to take care of your kids when you're drinking, when you can't manage to pay your bills when you're, whatever it is, unmanageability comes from powerlessness. This is the only step that you have to get completely right. If you deny who you are, if you don't get honest about who you are, if you don't accept your debilitating weakness, if you come to believe that you didn't do it on purpose so it's not really your fault, you will completely eliminate the premise of this step. We have to concede to our innermost self that we're powerless. Only then are we able to take the next steps toward liberation. What are some of the weaknesses? What are the things that keep us in the dark? It could be alcoholism, addiction, gambling, codependence, workaholism, sex addiction, nicotine addiction, obsessive or compulsive disorders, whatever it is the 12 steps can handle it. And the first step is where you admit you're powerless over the compulsion. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. This is a great step and the principle behind it is hope. It, step two takes a closed mind and converts it to an open mind. It takes an old way of life and it changes it into a new way of life, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves 
could restore us to sanity. We've just admitted powerlessness in the first step, and we're scared and anxious. Step two will help, because it's all about hope. The hope comes as you come to believe. But to really get the impact of step two, you have to stop using the thing or the behavior over which you're powerless. Are you addicted to Oreos? You have to stop eating Oreos to do this work. You have to stop so your mind can heal. Step two is the only step that we can take piecemeal. One belief at a time, you will grow. Just challenge some of those beliefs. Are you enough? A lot of people don't believe that they are. They spend their life trying to become something someone else will appreciate. And they lose time, day after day, moment after moment. That is the insanity. Trying to become what you're not, or falling prey to an obsessive compulsive behavior or substance so that you don't have to feel what you're not. That's the insanity. Step two is the rallying point. Don't worry if you struggle with the God concept. Keep doing the step. Many people were given a powdered God mix that they kept on a shelf. And they took it down and mixed it up and it was flat. So don't settle for a hand-me-down higher power. Open your mind and seek. The higher power comes to those who seek him. Open your mind and seek. It will come in a way that's comfortable for you. For some, it'll be a personal God. For others, it'll start with the group that's working together to overcome the weakness. Uh, for others, it will be walking through nature. Step two helps you become a seeker. Ask the higher power to know you. And step two is pretty much going to be done. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. The principle behind step three is faith. And that line, as we understood him, makes it seem that God is whatever we want God to be. That's not necessarily what it means. God is unchanging. The higher power is unchanging. But our understanding of the higher power can change and will change as we grow. As we open our minds to what we can conceive, the higher power will fill in some of the blanks that we've had. So let's start from the back end. What is God? For some, we started with good orderly direction. Others, a group of drunks, a higher power. Don't let your misinterpretation of God stop you. The italics are written on as we understood him. It shows that that part of you will grow and change as you seek the higher power. The important part of this step is that we make a decision not to decide to turn your will and your life over to the care of God is a decision not to turn your will and your life over to the care of God. Not to decide is a decision. It's a decision for the status quo. You started listening to these podcasts because you wanted something to change. You need to make a different decision. Make today your day to change something. Oh, I had a friend, Jean Siriani. She always said to me, if nothing changes, nothing changes. It drove me crazy, but she was right. 
Step three is the beginning of the action steps. You're making a decision, you're taking action. Practicing is what we have to do. We have to keep trying. We get better at turning our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood him the more we do it. So make a decision. If you can only make the decision to take the rest of the 12 steps before you engage in whatever it is over which you're powerless, you have done a good step three. Imagine holding a beach ball. That's the thing you're powerless over. And throw that beach ball to God. That is the premise of step three. Come on back for the next podcast. We'll try to tackle steps four through four, five, and six. Thanks for listening. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.